Disappointment can cut really deep, especially when you are presented with something. And when you get it, it's not what you expected. It's not what it looked like, right? So think about like Christmas or, you know, birthdays when you get presents, right? There's these packages, they're beautifully gift wrapped. It's, they took their time. They're like, I want to present something amazing to you, right? And you're thinking inside is gonna be immaculate and then you're opening that up and then on the box it says like Louis Vuitton and you are getting so excited because you you've been wanting a Louis Vuitton bag for some time and then you open it up and you see that it's not a bag it's not a Louis Vuitton it's not it's a it's a t-shirt that says go girl on it right and then the disappointment it's like what you you, you made it seem as if this is what I was getting and I don't have that and it, it kind of hurts because it's just like you got my hopes up I'm coming to you I'm trusting you because this is what you're saying right and the same thing can go for like Christians as well there are so many Christians that are wrapped to the nines presenting as Christians right preaching teaching whatever but deep down their heart definitely ain't there. They are not presenting the truth, right? And that can get really messy, especially for like new believers and all of that. But anyways, before we get started, I just wanna introduce myself. I am Cicely Renee and I'm super excited because, oh, this word that I got today, I was just like, yo, I've got to get this recorded. So I'm reading Mark. I finished up Matthew and now I'm into Mark, right? And of course things are like repeated because it's the gospels of Jesus and his life. And so, you know, some things I'm like, I already got that in Matthew, but then even when you reread it again in a different perspective, things can pop off. And the same thing goes for this, the fig tree. And so like I read the fig tree fig tree and Matthew, but I did not get this, this enlightenment, this word like I did when I was reading Mark. That's funny. That's why you gotta read your Bible over and over and over so you can hear things. It's the living word, right? So in Mark chapter 11 verses 12 through 14, it starts off by saying, the next day they went out from Bethany. He was hungry. Okay. First of all, Jesus was hungry. He's been working. He's been doing this nonstop, right? Hungry. Imagine you are putting in so much work. You are changing lives. You're doing all these things, and you have worked up an appetite, right? You are just so hungry. All right, let's keep reading. In verse 13, it says, Seeing in the distance a fig tree with leaves, he went to find out if there was anything on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. May no one ever eat fruit from you again. So you're hungry. You're craving the specific meal that you've had before. 
and it just satisfied you to the nines. You are feeling amazing when you eat this food, right? And so you're, you're salivating, you're reminiscing, and so you go and you order this food. You got the picture, and it looks so, so yummy. And then you get it, right? And it doesn't look anything like the picture. And you're like, what? But you're hungry, right? You're hungry. And so you go and eat it. And it tastes disgusting. It's, you're like, why? What just happened? You, you, you said it's supposed to look like this. I know that it's supposed to taste like this because that's what this is. But when you give it to me, it is not what it is. What's that all about? I want to point out four things. The first thing, Jesus was hungry, okay? Hungry, right? Imagine being someone seeking, right? They are hungry. This could be new believers. This could be believers in general, right? They are hungry for the word, right? And so they go to a service, right? Expecting to have this nutritionally filled meal that is going to satisfy their hunger and make it last for a long time, right? So they go there, but when they get there, you have this this pastor that's only, you know, dangling a carrot in their face or, you know, handing out little crumbs, like just little little bits and pieces. Or maybe it's that feel good, you know, sermon that has no power or sustenance inside of it. What would that do to the believers? Like they're going, they're seeking, they're hungry, and they're going to someone with, you know, experience, right? You've experienced God, and so I'm going to you because you're going to teach this to me and help me so that I can use this and grow my faith. But it's empty. There's nothing in there. I'm still hungry. I'm still famished. And then this this could have been that last hope for that believer. Huh. Number two, it looks good from a distance. Okay? So from far away, it looks amazing. Like that picture of that burger that you wanted, it looks so beautiful. Like you can just taste it from the picture, right? But then you get up close and things aren't what it seems, right? And I remember going to hang out with my little cousin, Brittany, and um, she had her toes painted. I was like, oh girl, those are cute. And she's like, don't get too close because it looks a mess. And so that just meant that, you know, I look good from a distance, but when you come close, you're gonna see all my mess. You're gonna see things. And so with that being said, there are a lot of, Christians out there that will keep you 30 feet away. They don't want you to come too close. They won't invite you to their house. They don't want you to hang out with them because they don't want you to really see who they are deep down inside. They just, they want to present well in public, but then down in private is totally different. And that's not good for the kingdom of God. Three, there's no fruit, okay? So when you are presenting Christianity, when you're presenting to be a woman or a man of God, 
you have to have fruit, right? But if there's no fruit, what happens? But also there could be fruit. So there might be fruit, but the seeds that have been planted is not aligning with what is growing, right? So like you're saying that I have diamonds and gold and all of this, but when I come to you for that, I'm getting pebbles and sand that has no value. That's not how it's supposed to work. What happens when a tree does not produce fruit? In Matthew chapter seven, it says that if a tree does not produce fruit, it's gonna get cut down and burned in the fire. And we don't want that. And at the end of that scripture, Jesus said, may no one ever eat from you again. That's scary. What does that mean? That's a warning. That is God telling you, if you are out here bamboozling my people, pretending to be a man or woman of God, you are representing my name, that ain't gonna work. And you are far from me? You're honoring me with your lips, but your heart is far from me? That's a warning. You better be careful, okay? And so one thing, okay? So I have been doing this themed uh, Bible study called Heart Work in the Patreon community. And basically it's like dissecting, analyzing, digging deep into your heart and removing those hardened pieces and being totally honest. I literally just told them, I was like, yo, you need to analyze your heart daily. It should be a daily thing to make sure that when you go out and you're representing God, that it is truth, it is life, that it really does reflect Christ, right? If you're not examining your heart, God's gonna reveal that. He's gonna go up to you and be like, oh, you look like you're doing the part, but there's no fruit in there. And no one ever eat fruit from you again. That's not a cool, like y'all gotta be careful with that, right? I just hope that you do not become this beautifully packaged Christian with something totally different on the inside. Because we are not to, you know, make believers right we are not supposed to be that thing that makes believers fall away from Christ I don't want you to wither up and die I want you to be a beautifully fruit-bearing tree that's nourishing and that people can come to you and trust you and believe that God is really good because of how you are living and that's how we bring people to God, right? It's our testimony, it's what we do, our fruit shows that we have faith in God and that we are aligned with him. So let's just close out on prayer. So I pray that whoever hears this word hardens not their heart, right? I pray that you examine your heart daily and make sure that what you're doing aligns with God, right? I pray that when you go out there representing God, that you are really, truly, wholeheartedly 
representing God. I pray abundance from your fruit so that it can be nourishing and life-giving to people and to yourself. I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Before you go, I want to invite you to the Patreon and Facebook community. Let me tell you a little bit more. If you want to join me in the Patreon community for deep conversations like this, the link is down below. I would love to have you. Peace and blessings.